welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, Plate Mail Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Buckner. I'm the primary dungeon master for Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring Podcast. The session is being recorded over Zoom. As our adventure begins, it is Stardate 1211.80. After a recent attack by the warmongering Niyogi, life has returned to normal on the Rock of Brawl. You're all enjoying an evening meal at the Laughing Beholder Tavern. Arvine, you suddenly get a vision from your goddess Mayheen. Your perception of the patrons in the tavern is washed away and replaced with a towering futuristic metropolis that you recognize as Tamilar, City of the Ancients on the planet Dakur. Your vision, uh, much like a dream, skips from one scene to the next. You see a blue Thrykreen mob boss putting out a bounty. Then you see an armored bounty hunter capturing a young woman. Then you see a large building in the city followed by a holding cell containing the young woman. You have a sense that this woman is important and must be rescued. The vision ends. Luigi says, Hey, Avin, you okay over there? You were kind of staring off into space for a minute. Um, Arvine kind of shakes her head and goes, um, Yeah, yeah, I think I'm just, just kind of daydreaming a bit. Sorry, Luigi. That's okay. Uh, that's... Another rail oh, strikes. Careful. Uh, that? Another rail strikes. Yeah, bring me another rail. I'll okay. take another yeah. one. Also, he's Arvin. a telekinetic eye stock to send some send some ales over. Arvine kind of shares like a meaningful glance, like makes makes on contact with Matisse at least, and kind of you know, raises an eyebrow. Uh, Matisse one. would probably reason to that. Re- yeah, uh, read into that to understand what it was that happened, and kind of turn to the others and say that. Uh, we're somewhere a little more private. Uh, there's something else I need to discuss with you guys. Okay. Uh, Until I mean, this time, let's merry make and have. Are, are we? Yeah, that sounds good. Are Greg, we in a, Greg, like a more uh, private? Can you, your, can you put your microphone down, Greg? Are there we in go. a more <laughs> private corner of the Laughing Beholder, or are we kind of out where a lot of people could hear what we're talking about? Uh, well, I mean, it's loud enough in there, generally speaking, that you could probably talk and not have people hear what you're or understand what you're saying. Okay. So I, kind of I, I don't want to be hearing about any of your private stuff there. I mean, if there's something you need to go take care of, go it's do not, it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like roll my eyes at, at Strax. It's like, no, it's, it's another vision. Oh. So yeah, I okay, kind of. So. Yeah, Sorry, I was wrong. You haven't had enough ale. <laughs> <laughs> Matisse buys uh, Strax another strangely. beer. <laughs> because so, her armor is so spectacular, she's just beside herself. So I kind of <laughs> turn to, to the others and say, I, I saw um, a place where, where Matisse and I have been before. Uh, there's a very futuristic planet called Dakor with a, a city called Tamalar, City of the Ancients. Um, and I saw a vision of a blue Thry Queen. Am I pronouncing that right, DM? Yes. 
uh, a bounty hunter. I, I don't know, uh, Matisse, if that rings any bells from your past. Um, but basically, uh, set a bounty, an armored bounty hunter took it and captured some young woman, and, and I know where she's being held. And it, it, I have the sense that we really need to, to rescue her. I think she's going to end up being important to us in the long run. Right, so we need to rescue this bounty from the bounty hunters, you're saying? That is correct. Uh, do we get to keep the bounty? I doubt it. I mean, if, if it's a facility that has other loot in it, then I don't know what you might That's be able to problem, loot Strax, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm it's, sure a, Strax it's a futuristic be... city, so there might be some cool things in general that you haven't seen. That I don't know where you guys have traveled in, in all of your life. Uh, I'll admit to so being far. curious, I yeah. suppose. I'm sure yeah. Strax, it'll be worth your while. Yeah. So Greg, I don't know. Our last couple are kind of a bust. Greg, the uh, um, when 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 Matisse in her previous life was Alec. Greg is fighting with his Pause headset. for Pause for technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. uh, Greg, can you hear me? Yeah, you can. Okay. So, um, when when Arvine mentions a blue. Thrycrane. The when when Matisse in her in her previous life when she was Alec, and she was hired uh, to hunt down Arvine. Okay, a blue Thrycrane was the person who hired Alec, who hired your character to go after Arvine. So that's uh, out of character. That's Neilfoil, I believe. Milfoil, isn't that like a Milfoil. kind of? I don't. I, I, when I, unless I'm missing something, when I read through your character history, I did not see a name for the person who hired Alec. No, I didn't. I didn't give one. I mm. left. A, I left some of those things open. I think. No, you you did give a name because it was like in the little separate thing that we put for you at the very end of it. Oh. Yeah. Mealfoil. I've, I've read the stories. Mealfoil, but that we the, Mealfoil, at least as far as Arvine's perspective, didn't have a race, and Greg didn't mention a race. So no. Okay. There's just so this, what are this Sorry, dude that uh, comes out of nowhere at the time. Remember the Thry Queen? Mm. Chris, what's that? The Thry Queen race. What about it? What are they? Like they bug are creatures, or they are essentially um, they are essentially a praying mantis. Yeah, I got a picture mm. up here if you want to let me share it out. Uh, no sharing from you, John. Ah, uh, I promise not to abuse it this time. Those privileges have been taken away forever. Oh, <laughs> so mean. <laughs> uh, well, here, yeah, uh, they're like an insectoid um, praying mantis, uh, humanoid, somewhat humanoid uh, race. Uh, there's a link to a picture in chat. Okay. Matisse says, I have not heard that name in a long time, and there's good reason why. What name I just told you about a, a Thry Queen? Is this is this your old boss, Matisse? Um, he, he went by many names, but I called him Milfoil. 
because that was uh, what he had given me as his code. And we always spoke in code, so he didn't really have my real name, but um, I was easily identifiable, I guess you would say. Okay. So obviously that's probably not great that I would be going back to this place with the person who originally hired you to capture me. So, wait, let me get this um, straight. We're, we're going after a bounty uh, uh, being captured by Matisse's pre- uh, previous Matisse's previous boss. Some, somebody that he hired, yes. Oh no! Previous um, there was an there was there was an armored bounty Ireland. hunter who actually brought her in, but it was I saw the dry queen. He, he's the one who hired the bounty hunter who brought this woman in that we need to rescue. So, as with anything, uh, Rex, there's always yep. t- a strings attached. <laughs> so, well, also so, keep in keep in mind that that if somebody puts out a bounty, you could have ten bounty hunters going after the same person. <laughs> so so. You know, I, I'm not trying to split hairs, but like the the person we get you, to fight ten mountains? The, the person okay. that you saw, that Arvine saw in her vision, Kate, was um, you're assuming was the person who captured her. It doesn't mean that the Thrakreen specifically hired that one person to go get her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a small detail, but again, like mm-hmm. what your assumption is, is that that person put out a bounty. Could have been a thousand people that basically picked up the bounty and tried to go get her, but you happen to see the vision of the person that got her. Okay. So that so that, that that bounty hunter was not necessarily specifically hired to do that. Okay. It was just one of many. Just like so, just like there was probably multiple bounty hunters that were going after you when Alec was going after you. Yep. Well, do we want to get the captain involved in this, or do we want to see if we can borrow our little ship? I think we should run it by him and see what he thinks. Uh, you always yeah. think that you're, you're like tied to his hip. Jeez, bury him already. Oh, I like not having to have Janie burn all her spells to drive us somewhere. Otherwise, uh, he likes to, to burn things. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, but I want you to be able to burn things where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows what resources we might need in this uh, place that we're going to. I kind of I guess. Matisse and go. Do, do you remember anything else about the facility or the you know, the places where Mealfoil would have worked out of? Like I, I know generally where we're going. I, I don't know what exactly we were getting into, other than I saw this person in a cell. So I know where we need it to feels go to like, get her free. It feels like lifetimes ago to me, but maybe my memory when I actually see the place might jog some some feelings for me but as of right now i really can't say for sure Mm. Uh, uh, let's see chris just to make sure i'm not leaping to conclusions here do i know where in the city like what what building like where to go in the building to find this woman in the cell how how specific is my intuition you you would recognize the building if you saw it uh, you don't know where the building is, but you would you would assume that based on your past visions that you would have a feeling that would draw you in the direction of the building. Okay. You have no reason to think that once you're in the building that you will know exactly where she is. But again, you may have some kind of like a like a dowsing rod kind of a feeling as to the general mm-hmm. direction of where she okay. might be. You know, okay. some, sometimes, you know, the way that Mayheen communicates with you, 
is a little more specific and then it's a little more vague. Generally speaking, it tends to be vague. Okay. What? Vision's vague? No. <laughs> and you also know that well, I mean, you, you estimate that, that the trip would probably take about um, two months to get there. Mm, that's going to be a hard sell for Captain Braun. Well, we won't know unless we tell him, but... Uh, I'll let you do yeah. the talking then, but yeah. you usually do anyway. Okay. <laughs> Arvine just ignores his snark. So. <laughs> So, all right. Well, I mean, if the rest of you guys are game for a longer adventure, then I'd say we go tomorrow morning and tell Bron. Were we having lunch or dinner, Chris? Is dinner. it evening? Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's go talk to Bron in the morning and see what he thinks. Yeah, good. I could continue to get drunk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, the night passes uneventfully. Get drunk. Mm-hmm. I get drunk. <laughs> cool, I get drunk. Do it's I play a girl with Luigi? There. I want to do her. <laughs> play with Luigi. Who roll? Does anyone have to roll for stamina? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Girl, put Whoa. me to bed. Whoa. <laughs> wow, guys. And we already, we already went there. <laughs> well, stamina meaning that people don't pass out from drinking so much. Oh. Ah, okay. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, okay. We'll go with that. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought so we head over to the, the Star Runner yeah, the next head, morning? Head to the Star Runner the next morning and okay. go to yeah. try to find Brown. Okay. You're going to trouble tracking him down? Okay. All right. So, so hey, can we, can we talk to you in private again? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Takes you into the captain's... Uh, Captain's chamber there. Kind of sit down and explain. I, I had another one of my visions last night at dinner. Um, I saw uh, a mob boss who's actually um, Matisse's old boss uh, putting out a bounty with a bounty hunter who then brought in uh, a woman. And she's in a, a building being held on, on the planet Decor in a place, a city called Tumalar. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, no, but I have not heard of that. She's being held prisoner there. I could probably find the building at least if we got to the planet. And uh, I have a strong intuition that it, it would be very meaningful for me and, and or us if I rescue her. Uh, but the planet is about two months away. So I just wanted to check if that's something where you think the crew would be up for a trip to see what, what's to be found in this very modern futuristic city. Suppose, yeah, um, supposedly it's a high-tech city. Might be a good it's, opportunity for some trade or something. Yeah, you know? it, was, it was basically left by an alien culture of some kind. Nobody really knows where it came from. It's very different from a lot of other places we've been before. Well, I've never uh, been to a place like that, so uh, I will uh, inform the crew that we will leave tomorrow. So okay. gather whatever things you need. We will stock up for a long trip, and okay. we will leave tomorrow morning that sounds awesome thank you all right time to do some shopping see if anybody needs anything <laughs> how are we doing on equipment uh, i've got my laser swords i had found someone who sold 
buffed armor, but it was too expensive for me at the time, I believe. Mm. I think I took a note on it. Did we get a long rest? Yes. Okay. Um, I've got my action point. Mute for once. Assembling the, the play gym for her, Chris. Oh, is Mark putting it together? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Parents are babysitting the baby for us so we can play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, um... Uh, healing uh, potions, I think. Okay. Yeah, I was just about to ask about that. Yeah, how are we doing them? Potions of healing? I have one... Yes, I have one potion of healing. I think most of us have them still. Um, Greg is shaking his head. I think I've, I think he, I've got one. one. Yeah, I have one. I uh, have two actually. Okay. Well, we could rove around and see if we can find any more, just in case we want to have the additional stock, just in case, you know. We need to get ourselves some wake-up juice. Because <laughs> at this point, that's about all they're good for. Somebody goes down, getting them back on their feet. <laughs> So you're going to look for healing potions of healing at the lesser market? Yeah, I mean... And then the the adrenaline shots, I don't think we want to go to the kind of places we would have to go to find those besides... I got no problem with that. You want to see if I can scrounge one up? They're kind of expensive, but I think we can afford it. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I think I will do that. That's probably not a bad idea. I'll go scrounge around the back alley, see if I can find myself a... uh, (laughs) Been Good drilling deal on, adrenaline, on one of those six shot adrenaline things. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna uh. roll this die here, and okay, so there are there are four potions of healing uh, okay. available at the lesser market, and I think they were fifty gold apiece. If I remember right, yep. Okay, I will okay. contribute some to that, um, but I don't have to hold on to it. Okay. I'll keep an extra because I'm usually the one that ends up running around put, getting people back yeah, up. One, so two. Okay. I'll drop in fifty for that. Okay, Janie, right. do you do you want to take one? A what? Uh, a potion of healing. Uh, sure. Okay. I've already paid for one. Um, so don't there's... have one. Okay. And so I can. Three. I'll buy a second one. Hey, there's okay. four players. I, mean, I don't know how many are available. So. There four. are four. So four available. Uh, three we've just purchased. Yeah. If you I want can, to buy the I last can buy one, one as well. Then have. Okay. So each of us buys one, basically. Yeah. Yep. And someone holds on to the one I bought. Uh, Who wants uh, to hold on to the one? Because I have two already. It should, should be you, Jamie. Because, you know yeah, I, I'm about to have two. Give it or, to GH. Oh, okay. If you can keep Let track GH88 of it. Let GH88 hold sure. one. That way he can uh, he can feed on. It would help if I was looking at the right character sheet. (laughs) That always does help. I'm looking at Sapphire instead of Janie. (laughs) Sun Sword, what? What? I'm like, this doesn't look like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The Curse of Shroud campaign, which is a lot of fun. It was fun. Thank you, John, for running. Yes. Hopefully I'll do better on the next one than if I ever do another oh, one and not screw up your final encounter. <laughs> you mean not pwn us as hard as you could have on the final encounter? Are you kidding? I wanted to pwn you harder. You guys were just 
put had me on ropes the whole time. I was very hard to deal with. I think if we, if we hadn't taken out uh, what's her face so quickly, things would have gone much harder. Yeah. Okay, John, let's abstracts make a uh, charisma check. Let's tracks make a charisma check. Oh boy. You're making this hard. Um, anything in particular? Yeah, uh, I can put into that? Nope, just roll an Agile Charisma modifier. Okay, well, that's going to suck. Boy, am I, I'm near him. <laughs> Does my thing work outside? That's, that, that, that's saving throws, Greg. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was uh, trying to help. <laughs> so so, so uh, what, what was your roll, John? Four. Oh, Four. no. I am grumpy today. Uh, okay, so, so you find somebody... But they're willing to sell it for seven hundred and fifty gold. Oh, jeez! Ouch! Yikes! I got half yeah. of that. I could pitch in. I, could, yeah. <laughs> I, I can pitch in too. I could I'll pitch give in you about two hundred. I could uh, probably do that too. Yeah, I, I, can, I can collect when I come back. Oh, okay, so two hundred for me. To you. Okay. Uh, I don't even. Is any? Are you guys with me? Is the question? Because well, we could have given I only you money before you left. Yes. I don't think anybody would let you go fully unaccompanied. Strax would want to, but I don't think anybody would let him. No, uh, that would make sense uh, because I've only got six hundred and fifty on me. <laughs> yeah, we can assume that everybody is with you. Okay. I would so. have at least gone with him. Don't split the party. <laughs> Fun, the fun things happen when you split the party. <laughs> I'm fun. taking away 200. Okay, I took 200, away 200. Two, four, six. Okay, that leaves 150. Uh, yeah. That leaves 150 from me. Okay. So okay. We have, uh, we have one. Adrenaline shot. Yeah. Custom item made by me. Made by me. 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 Got it, drugs. Drugs. Get the drugs, man. Don't do okay. drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. No. <laughs> Crack is live, whack. Unless you live on the rocker brawl. Crack is whack. Crack is whack. <laughs> all right. So you have healing potions. You have adrenaline shot. Is that all you guys are uh, looking to do before you leave? Um. Let's see. I'm still good on personal atmospheres. I still got like five of them. Um... I'm going to throw you guys into some situations where you get knocked out into space. <laughs> Floating off the ship somewhere. Got to use your personal atmospheres. <laughs> well, we were somewhere once already that had bad atmosphere. The, the Citadel. Yeah, like poisonous yeah. atmospheres. And stuff. Yeah, I have like four of those things, too. <laughs> so everybody's yeah, good? As far as weapons Don't and stuff like that, ideas, yeah, guys. nothing that I can afford right now. I think now. so. I think yeah. good. Okay, so you return to the Star Runner. Captain Braun's got the ship all set to go. Morning, Captain. So, good morning. So he uh, tells Olo to uh, get everything, to get everything ready to get the ship going, uh, and uh, you set out. And the trip is, you know, very uneventful. There is a point where the Star Runner passes by a. Uh, beautiful blue nebula that sort of draws the crew's attention for a couple of days. So as planet 
as the planet uh, Dakor comes into view, it has a shine unlike anything else the crew has probably seen. Maze, the Star Runner's Changeling Entertainer, explains that the entire planet is artificial, constructed from various metals. Uh, at its core is a huge magical power source rumored to have been constructed by the Arcane, uh, who are a race of blue giants that supply space-born civilizations with a variety of magical devices, including spell-jamming helms like the one that powers the Star Runner. What, uh, whatever way this mysterious power source functions, it is somehow able to create and maintain an air envelope big enough for the entire planet. So it doesn't really have an atmosphere, per se, it's, but it does have an air envelope. So uh, the area within a mile of uh, Dakor's artificial surface is teeming with spacefaring vessels of all shapes and sizes. The term surface is used very loosely as the entire planet seems to be constructed of countless walkways, platforms, roads, thoroughfares, and promenades strung between buildings of all shapes and sizes with no such thing as a ground level. Uh, looking down could easily induce a feeling of vertigo as the construction seems to go on forever eventually ending in a small glowing point at the maximum range of your vision, which is most likely the glow from the planet's power source. The Star Runner begins its approach to Tomalar, City of the Ancients, and has no problem finding a landing platform. The Star Runner's pilot, Hal, gently docks the ship alongside the landing platform so the gangplank can be lowered. Captain Braun allows the crew to, to uh, disembark, but gives them specific instructions to stay close. He wants to be able to leave in a hurry if needed. I don't know uh, why you'd think that. Uh, he asks you to use the uh, communicator brooch to keep himself and Hal informed upon completion of your mission. Again, in case they have to we'll leave in a hurry. Okay. So, Mary, uh, hurry. Mary. Uh, hey, DM, it's, it's worth noting I am going to wear the black wig that I had purchased before okay. after the arena fight. So, what, so what cosplay are you doing? So I don't <laughs> not not the chick with blowing glowing blue hair when there were people who had bounties on me on this planet previously and i don't know if they're still active potentially okay. so, seems, seems yeah. like a reasonable yeah. precaution yeah are we gonna have to blow this place up too yay <laughs> <laughs> although I mean, come size. to think of it we only ever really blew up one place we've tried and others didn't quite work yeah where's the space station oh, yeah, yeah we caused a societal pivot on a whole planet of various humanoid monsters. Yeah, but that's not the same as blowing it up. (laughs) No, but we probably would want to tread lightly instead of blowing things up. (laughs) Probably right. We don't know much about this place, although it seems like uh, it would be a potential cool source of knowledge for Eustrax, given what Maze told us about the history. I didn't know some of that. Hey, as yeah. an artificial planet, they, yeah, they might have a few interesting ideas, things to make. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so, Arvin, smack, smack. Arvin, <laughs> you do feel a certain pull toward the city. Okay. All right. So I kind of they're docked there so I, I feel a pull through the city so I kind of say alright I have a general idea of where we need to go you have a bearing if we want to oh. set out and at least oh, we got scope, time to do scope out the building learn the lay of the land a little bit and we could see oh. what we see along the way alright sounds like we got time so, to do some shopping let's go do some shopping 
<laughs> okay, so so you're just gonna like sort of head off into the city and look for look for uh, vendors. Yeah, yeah. Look for the vendors and, and then kind of uh, generally head towards where I feel the building is, just to kind of do recon on the building itself first. So I don't even know if we'd be trying to go in right away. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there. I mean, it's a very large, you know, um, city. It seems to. Um, you know, it has like places to eat, and it has has shops and vendors and things. Um, uh, if you're looking for something in particular, uh, let me know. I mean, I'm still looking for magic armor, but I'm assuming I'm not going to find it for a better price here than I did on the rock. If, well, yeah. well, magic me, uh, planet. I'm hoping that maybe magic items might be a little more plentiful. Let me try this here. So hold on. So you're looking for uh, magical studded leather, is that like right? this, Yeah, plus okay. one studded leather, ideally. Okay. So I'm going to 90% dial dice. Here we go. Let's see what your chances are. Uh, okay. So uh, you do find a place that has it, but it, but it is not any um, less expensive. Okay. So 1,500 gold, which is yeah. quite a bit out of reach for me right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if we pull our resources, maybe. But oh, is it course. worth it? We don't know what else we might have to do with that money here right now. Mm-hmm. Seventy-five a piece, right? Uh, is that right? Fifteen hundred. So would be divided by four. Seven fifty divided by two. Three seventy-five a piece. Yeah, three seventy-five. Yeah, that, that's, that's what yeah. I said. Oh yeah, I, oh, I, I only the only in the seventy-five came through. That's why we were looking at you like you had two heads. Sorry. I'm like, what the hell, guys? Yes, yeah. three seventy-five like, a piece. It's not like you shared to mess up on math. Well, like, <laughs> maybe her, uh, maybe her internet, her internet I out. did not say uh. a thing. <laughs> I also heard seventy-five. I think Sarah's internet like, cut out when she said it. I yeah. said three seventy-five. I was like okay. blip seventy-five. We'll take your word for it, Sarah. <laughs> this time, I believe her. Don't get snarky with me, Snarky McSnarkison. <laughs> I'm waiting for Sarah's middle finger to be shown. <laughs> there, it is. there it is. <laughs> oh, hello, cat. Hi, sir. Hmm. Okay. Uh, um, I, hey, maybe so, we can find so, something. So restaurants, vendors, you know, all, uh, all kinds of things. It's a big city. Do magic items seem to be a little bit more readily available? No, they, they actually don't. Um, no, no. I mean, I mean, you kind of feel like the rock actually has more um, a higher likelihood of finding magic items. Uh, okay, this place is technological items. Well, I mean, you can magical. You you can get you know plenty of personal atmospheres. You can mm. um, probably find some more potions. Potions mm. probably be fairly common. Um, there, there are weapons. You know, you can, you can buy laser pistols. You know, uh, laser rifles. Yeah, I hate those things. <laughs> Can't hit the broadside of a barn with one of those. <laughs> uh, the rifle? Nah. Now nah, keep with good old uh, bolt caster. That works. <laughs> uh, you do eventually come within proximity to the building, um, Arvine. So, okay. so you, you, you tell me what you wanted do with regard to that kind of tell the others i think this is the place what do you think we should check out so we 
understand what it is that we need to get into and how, how to plan our angle of attack. All right. Can you give us a visual on the building? The building is a large uh, four-sided building, maybe 500 feet long on a side and perhaps 50 floors high. Squarish. With a symbol on the side that covers most of the floors. The symbol is a circle with an X in the middle and the color purple. There is a 20-foot wide platform that surrounds the building and connects to four promenades that connect with the surrounding thoroughfares. You know, this this big web of web of walkways and things. Um, the, the roof, you believe, is a landing area because you see like a small ship kind of fly um, down and then sort of out of sight to the roof. And you, you see what you think is like um, some kind of a fin or something of a ship like sort of on the corner that's closest to you. So you, you think there's like a landing pad or landing area up there on the roof that has ships mm-hmm. going. Okay. Um, Does it appear that there are guards? Uh, it is um, surrounded by guards that are wearing white armor and carrying what looks like modified laser rifles. Um, oddly, <laughs> the guards all seem to be um, to have identical uh, have identical physical proportions. Uh, and they're all wearing identical white helmets (laughs) their faces Uh, there are four sets of double doors one on each side of the building with a pair of guards flanking each set of doors a dozen or so other pairs of guards are walking around the outside of the building you see pairs of guards leaving the building and heading into the city promenades as well as pairs of guards returning from the promenades to enter the building Mm. Mm. well at least we know that won't be able to hit us if they start shooting at us (laughs) <laughs> no metagaming, Strax. I was going to say, that's a bit of a... It's a bold leap. Bold leap. That, that was like a Kate-sized leap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do we happen to hear an orchestral set of... <laughs> Music. Yeah, yeah. Keep listening out for that orchestra. If that, you start hearing that, you know we got trouble. I think you're copyrighted. Oh crap! I turn to to Matisse and say, "Does this trigger any memories for you? Like, did you ever, you know, would you know enough from your past that maybe you would know other ways into this building that aren't heavily guarded?" Um, I touched the building to see if I feel. Well, well, hold, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. the, the building is heavily guarded. With oh, guards. oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's, yeah, right yeah, you just walk up there. You just touch the building. Touch the building. Start petting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guards like just it. stand there and do nothing. You know, whatever. <laughs> Who is this person? Let him touch the building. <laughs> her. Let her touch the building. Well, instead, I I focus on it and try to see if anything comes to me from deep inside my memory bank. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a joke there, Sarah. <laughs> oh, you crude people. Oh, you. <laughs> you love me and you know it. <laughs> uh, wow. So, so, Greg, are you just trying to remember? Um, I'm trying to recall... Using memory of a thousand lifetimes? Yes. I'm trying to recall if there's any resonance of feelings or so so it would have to be some sort of a strong emotional event that would have occurred um, around this around the building. So so I mean 
How, how close do you want to get to the building before you activate that power? Um, how close can I get before the guards notice I'm there? Well, there doesn't seem to be anyone coming or going along like the walkways except for the guards. So okay. if you were to even step out onto the walkways and start to move towards the building, that would be suspicious based on the activity that you're observing from kind of oh, a distance. So I don't really know that you could get that close unless you wanted to try and see if the guards try to stop you. I might be very conspicuous with a yeah, tall blue you are armor. Pretty large and blue. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's a good thought, but but just it seems like you know the place is heavily guarded and nobody's coming or going from it except for those soldiers. So getting close enough to use your ability right, right at this point would make you would probably cause a problem. Got it. Maybe, maybe, RV, maybe we can try going down the somewhere and see if there's a tunnel to go in. Or it's always up to the roof. You, 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 you could go under the building, but you'd have to find, you'd have to somehow, unless find you can fly, you'd have, to, you'd have to find some way to get, to get down there. Find lower walkways, you yeah. know. Um, um, there doesn't appear to be any, there doesn't appear to be any lower walkways that go below it. I mean, there are, there are ships and there are buildings and there are other um, businesses and so forth like above and below this area. Mm. Um, but there's no walkway that goes like to the underside of the building. Okay. Okay. Is there a business that's in proximity to it that might be connected via the walkways? Um, there are a bunch of them, um, but again, like 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 the, there's a walkway on each one of the four sides, and it goes out from from this building. And then it basically connects with other walkways that are in front of businesses. So, I have ten pitons. I can climb underneath. No, mm. <laughs> probably not going to work. Um, I can fly, but um, that's not everybody else. Um, I believe I can fly. Uh, how I think that pulling out your wings right now might be counterproductive to your wanting to stay incognito. I, though. I concur. <laughs> yeah. So the only um, thought do we, that do I have we, is is maybe we can go to one of the businesses that are closest to it and see if we can see more from that vantage Do point. I see any businesses that sell shiny things? Yes, you do. I want to go to a business that sells shiny things. While we're doing that, can you also tell me if, if there's armaments on the roof that we could see? Uh, you don't Guns see any sort says. of weaponry. You don't see any kind of cannons or any laser um, um, weapons of any kind up there. Um, you do see ships occasionally coming going from the top. There are smaller flying vehicles that sometimes go down below the building, but you don't think that they're you don't think they're specifically meant for this building. It's just you know there, there are little tiny ships and um, little like hover hovercrafts and things like flying all over the place. It's like a, it's like this very stereotypical futuristic city. Is there space there where we could hover like the Star Runner over the roof and basically storm the building from the roof? Um, like, is it there, an there, area there is that's enough too space or not? There is there is enough space no. above like you could conceivably fly the Star Runner over the top of the building. Yes. Okay. Um, because above. basically basically like above this building there seems to be like a big clear open area and there are more like skyscrapers that sort of like um, those four promenades that go out from this building they connect mm-hmm. to all these other businesses and all these other structures and some of those structures are like skyscrapers that go up really high. Um, but right here in the center of this area where this building is, there's nothing directly above this building, but there are skyscrapers that are kind of all around it. 
Okay. Maybe you guys can, feel like an airdrop. So you can Irving t- kind of quietly discusses that idea with the party while they move on to look for uh, Janie's shiny things. Yeah, are you looking for anything in particular, Janie? No, I was just well. trying to make a decision of what to do. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to buy yourself some... i of standing around and doing nothing. Let's go look at shiny things. <laughs> you can buy yourself some fun necklaces and things if you want. Some, some sure. Rings, some bracelets. Yeah, I'll buy some right. bling. Can we okay. use the little ship? Can, if you want to wait until the tomorrow, I think I can uh, work up a little something that can uh, get us on the onto that roof. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And I have this little idea buzzing around in my head. I think I can make a little... Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of spatial experimentation recently. So I think I can make something that, if somebody's falling, would actually slow their fall. Like a hovercraft. Yeah, kind but of how, do, how, how does that get us onto the roof? Well, we just jump off from above it and fall down, and when we get close, we turn it on. Land safely uh, on the roof. Like a parachute. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And, and the ships that are coming and going up there are just going to ignore you? <laughs> well, just don't hit them. I like I like the idea of bringing our ship in and and having that quick exit if we need it. So like if we cause enough yeah, of a fuss that we need to getting clearance get off the planet. Like no, gonna ask not. questions. Shiny things, shiny things, shiny things. Let's shiny go look things. at the shiny things and then we'll figure out what we want to do. Uh, I thought we were discussing this while we were looking at shiny things. <laughs> you guys can discuss it while you're looking at uh, at the shops right. if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Janie, you can. Um, Basically, you can designate uh, a gold piece value and say that you bought uh, an, a necklace, you know, a, a two gold piece necklace, you know, a five gold piece bracelet, and you can decide what kind of a gem you want in it, as long as it's not like, you know, well, no, I mean, yeah, you, you could say it's like a diamond, or you could say it's a ruby, or whatever you want to say it is, um, but just assign a gold piece value to it, and, and that's what you get, because there's plenty of selection here. So you spend as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> I want to spend a hundred gold pieces. That's ten platinums, a hundred gold pieces, right? No, uh, ten pl- uh, yes. Yeah, I believe so, yes. Yeah, that's right. Because it's ten platinum, gold. ten gold. So yep. ten times ten. Yep. Yeah. Am I yeah, mathing right, John? You're mathing right. <laughs> if, if you click on your gold, it'll math it for you. So you up at the top total currency in GP. Well, I have 22 platinum in it. That's added into my gold total currency right now, yes. Yep. So... Uh, what are people's passive perceptions? Uh, I think our Venus yeah, 15. Uh, 13. 13. 15. 12. 12. So our is a 15? Yep. Okay, so so you happen to notice that the the ships that are coming and going from the top of the roof have the same symbol on it as the side of the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would make it harder to get up there. Yeah, so we either we just... Like I said, they're... Getting clearance to land on that roof is probably not going to happen. Mm. So if the if the ship dro- uh, lands to drop us off, it's going to attract a lot of attention. So I'm, I'm thinking keep the ship on standby, and then they can just dive in and scoop us up if they need to. But they don't need to land. Mm. Can we cause some kind of diversion, Ethan? 
Maybe a diversion or... Divert I mean, who? Divert what? Well, well, given Matisse and I both have some history with the owner of this building, I mean, I, I'd love to suggest it, but what if uh, you... Wait, no, hold on, Kate. Whoa. What's that? With, um, with, you don't with the, know anything about this building. <laughs> okay, okay. So, all right, so... Roll that back. So I don't know for sure, like, if they could march in there, like, like if Strax and Janie masqueraded as bounty hunters, this might not be the building where this woman was originally delivered as a bounty. Uh, Am I making too much of a leap with that? It's, it's... Hang on, we need a little bit more information. Uh, Sorry, go ahead and finish your thought, Chris. I'm just saying that that Arvine, what, what Arvine saw was, you know, Greg's old... Greg's old employer, putting out a bounty. Uh, Arvine saw that some bounty hunter, um, wearing red armor, by the way, uh, some bounty hunter wearing red armor, um, captured this woman. Uh, and the woman is, you saw this building, and you saw that she is in the building. That is all you know. Okay, it seems like so. you're. It seems like you're drawing broad assumptions. Like, so oh, this, I don't, this guy I don't the even. Building. I don't like, even. No, yeah. So I don't even no know idea. if that guy is in this building or if she's changed hands already. I just know that she's being held there. somewhere. Correct. Right. Okay. Correct. Okay. I'm just asking you not to make okay. the broad no, assumptions. That, that, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So uh, hey, uh, no, blue girl, Matisse. Why don't you, why don't you ask around? See if we can uh, get some information on what that building actually is. What is that symbol? Blue girl. Hmm. <laughs> it's part of Strax's usual charm. <laughs> hey, well, he's got mm. a nine charisma, so don't. So he's not going to be one way like. So, Matthias, if you want to make a uh, charisma check uh, well, to talk to be. to talk to the locals, okay. Which, which is why I asked him to do it. All right, I'll I'll give a try. <laughs> Well, that or Janie, right? Janie, Janie yeah. has some natural charm. Yeah, that's true. Janie could help. Uh, it can, it can, you can make Janie's it. Janie is very good. I did roll. Janie is very good at I getting I did roll a critical. Oh, nice, Gerg. Nice. So, charisma, if I do intimidation, that gives me plus five. No, no, it's, it's charisma. It's a charisma. It's charisma, charisma, charisma. Yeah. charisma. Uh, so, it's plus two to that. So, it's 22. Yeah, you're, we're not trying nice. to rough up the locals for information. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where is that building, you jerk? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I bought a hundred gold pieces worth of jewelry. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Greg, uh, Matisse uh, finds out that the building is a military post uh, bought three months ago uh, by a group called the Illithid Empire. Oh. Hmm. oh no! Apparently, I spelt bot b o g h t. It's all about about. Bug it! They Bug. bought it. Oh, baka! Uh, so, so in character, do any of us know what an illithid is? Are we well enough traveled yes. that we, yes, we you know do. that? Yep. Yeah. No. There, there is an Illithid embassy on the rock. I don't know what one of those so, is personally. Do you want a mind flare, sir? Not really. <laughs> they, they were in all those Suffice to say, Janie probably doesn't have anything to worry about from them. Oh, because psychic damage? 
Because <laughs> no, they eat brains. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you jackass! <laughs> mm. uh. so, Sir Mason. I would like to cast magic missile on my back. <laughs> 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 uh, I will allow it. Danny, don't waste the resources. Okay, shocking grasp. <laughs> <laughs> So which One point. we know about these guys, we don't want to try to just waltz in there. Yeah, that's problematic. Uh, AC um, twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you hit. <Is> that hit. <laughs> Ow. I mean, uh, <laughs> hold on, Janie's Janie shocking her mother. Lightning damage. <laughs> Take ten lightning damage. Strikes. How much? Ten lightning. <laughs> How Ten. many tem- how many temporary Ow. hit points do we have for Maze? Three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So uh, the shtick hasn't been used before, but if I if I scope out the building and all this time while we're wandering around and Matisse is trying to get intel, uh, do I see what Tinkle. looks like like any place around the building where it's like maybe a walkway that's a little more sheltered and out of the way, like somewhere where we could get the drop on some of the guards and try to muscle our way. Kill, kill some no, kill some guards and steal their armor. Oh, okay. It was as far as far as the building itself goes. No, it seems to be okay. it seems to be okay. very specifically you know in that spot in the middle of all these skyscrapers with um, those four promenades leading to it so it's kind of isolated itself it seems very deliberate that they that they bought this building right here yeah. um, there are pairs of guards that are going to and from the promenades and into the city okay. so you could try yeah. to go after some of them but the one but as far as being on the walkways all the walkways are clearly visible from all sides I'd say we go after the ones who are going out into the city mm-hmm. yeah. I, I pair, guess we are, just completely abandoned the uh, plan to go in via the roof I didn't like the plan to go in via the roof in the first place. I'm sorry, Strax. <laughs> Never like my ideas. Seriously. That's not true. Good ideas. This one, this one be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think those devices are awesome, and if you're working on them, we, we should wait to do this mission until we have them, just in case we do have to take a header off of one of these buildings. Uh, well, Anything uh, with slow fall would be amazing to have. Uh, but as our primary means of planning, I, I, I don't think so. There's a strange lack of guardrails on a lot of these huge drops. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we, if we fall off, I don't see that there's anything to land on down there anyway. You, you, might, you might hit another building or another, or another like a walkway or a promenade, or you might just keep falling. Hit me with your It's this big like, amalgamation of all these walkways ever? and buildings and everything ever? below you. I mean, Forever. do you have that gear ready to go, Strax, just in case it does become relevant here? Uh, no, like I said. I, I think it's a I'd terrible idea. Do you have it ready? In out of character. That <laughs> need a long rest. Yeah. <laughs> you need a long rest? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we could go back to the Star Runner for a night and plan try to, to do this. Try to think about it. Yeah. I mean, I still think we should try to. Uh, what the do you guys. The longer you guys just talk, the more Janie's buying. What do you think about the idea? We need to get back to the ship to rescue Janie. Come on. (laughs) Okay. 
Head back to the ship, regroup for a night, and then come back the next day. All right, let me re- let me recombobulate some spells here. Okay. Well, we know that there's a bunch of guards, so we have to kind of figure out how to get around. All right. Well, that, that's my point: is if we if we ambush some of them out in the city, uh, we can steal some armor. We can look like guards, and then we can march in there. You know, maybe have one of us play as a prisoner or something. You know, going to be I, like I the flying winkies. You know, I still oh, have those bridges that turn you invisible. Oh, that, see, I was almost thinking something like that. Although I can huh. only actually come to think of it, I think I've only got two. I don't think I could do the whole. I don't think I could do all of those. Yeah, but it might help. Some of us aren't very stealthy, but that it could still help. So yeah, if you got them. Hmm. So we got to get around those. Those clones. So what I mean, is that? Those... What is that you're doing, John? Uh, just re- just uh, I'm I'm looking for a spell to pull out to put in Featherfall. I think it might be a sound idea if we can sneak in there. Maybe if the others are invisible, that we would stand a chance if we went. Um, well, I, I, I think make a history. Can, can I make like an intelligence check on my knowledge of mind players of Illithids? How much do I know about them? I don't know crap about them. Uh, well, do we seven. know if the guards are even illithids in the first place? You don't. Yeah. I don't, but it's safe to assume that there are some in there. Mm-hmm. It's just a question of whether or not uh, uh, Strax would think, with, with a roll of seven, as to whether, whether or not he'd think of illithids as mind readers. Um, I would say that you that Strax knows that they use psychic abilities. They have mm. psychic attacks. Um, you're not sure if they can read minds or not, but okay, it, sure. it's not, it's not, um, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's entirely possible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so, well, disguises may be all well and good, but I don't think they'll get them, get us much farther than the front door. If, these illithids are in here. They they're psychic creatures, so I don't know if maybe they wouldn't be able to just see see right through any disguise that we put on anyway. Maybe uh, we get in, uh, but just have a plan B. Is all I still yeah. I mean, I mean, it still seems like the path of least resistance. I'm worried about the roof just because of the the, the constant ship traffic. We don't know how many guards are on those ships. We we could get ourselves. Outnumbered pretty quickly, depending on how it goes. So, Plan B is fireball. That's the only reason. Well, I mean, that it's always Plan B or maybe Plan C. But, you know, uh, uh, yeah. I like fireballs. I like fireballs. I like fireballs. <laughs> I was almost thinking that we could let ourselves get captured and then try that route, but that might be. Well, no. if if we dress up a couple of us as guards, even we could act like we have others captured. Like like uh, Matisse, uh, you're a lot taller than those guards. You're not going to fit well in that armor, no matter what we do. Yeah, if they're all so, kind of about the same size, then it's it's possible I mean, that Janie and Arvine could masquerade as those, but but. The hobgoblin and, and the diva probably could so, not. So, so Janie, uh, and we I could go could in masquerade. Well, we could masquerade as guards and either be bringing you guys in as prisoners and ask for directions to the cell block, yeah, or, or Why go would invisible. Why guards that are bringing in prisoners need to ask for directions? Mm. 
It depends if they're new on assignment. Hey, dude, where's the cell block? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, let's try that plan and see how it goes. Strax I'm and down. I. Okay. Strax and I. I have a visible. pretty good persuasion. So, what's the invisible, John? Is it just the invisibility spell? It's, yeah, it's just regular invisibility. Okay. I can, and I've got, I can cast it twice, and I'll be out of second level spells. So we're gonna okay. jump at least two guards out in town to get armor for a couple of us to masquerade. And this, this is the next day. See how right? I, yeah. And what are we yeah. gonna do with all the little robots? And we talk to the little robots. A GH88 and SDO1. Oh. Them going. You, did, you didn't see any droids yeah. of kind going in and out of the building. Yeah, they are a little uh-huh. conspicuous. Well, I Just mean, we can always put GH, we can always put SDO1 into the sack. Mm-hmm. Right. The bag of holding? Yeah. Yeah. Sack. Sack. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Testicles of holding. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and we went there. Isn't that the definition of all testicles? <laughs> <laughs> Unless they've been snip snipped. Why do they hold forever? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, okay. so so yeah, with the we could try to jump enough guards to dress up. I mean, GH eighty eight would probably fit well into the armor, right? He's about normal human size. Um, he might fit into it, although the way that he walks would be a little conspicuous. Okay, <laughs> I mean, we could act like we're escorting him too. Escort some one person. Maybe as they are the droids they're looking for, <laughs> right? Uh, that would mean that whoever you're escorting is going to probably have to go in unarmed. Yeah. Well, Give maybe 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 us. we escort GH88 and have you and uh, Matisse be invisible. Yeah, GH88 doesn't have any armaments. He's just got his little needle equipment, which I think is hidden in him when he's not in use, right? He, he's not arms, right? I, I don't know. He doesn't have any weapons. Yeah, so. Yeah. I hope he hides his needle when not in use. Does that sound like a plan? He said it, not me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa. We've gone oh south for the winter, everyone. <laughs> oh, dude, I live south for the winter. <laughs> okay, so so there there are plenty of guards the next day that are coming and going from this building. Okay. And um, you start to follow a couple of them. Yep. And uh, let's have all of you make stealth checks for me. Oh, boy. And Just I'm to see still... how conspicuous you're being. Which dice wants to play nice tonight? I'm still giving me disadvantage on stealth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Arvin's not stealthy today at all. Ooh. And yet... Okay, I will take that. I still get an 18. So 17 on the disadvantage. Okay. Which one? So 18. 13. Uh, 13. Okay. Let's see. Janie? 20. Nice. Good job, guys. Uh, and Ivine. 
Uh, seven. <laughs> Aren't you wearing a wig? You should be more stealthy than that. Uncharacteristic lack of grace. Sarveen catches her cloak on something. In, in, in the interest of fairness, uh, Greg, you do know that your armor gives you disadvantage on stealth, right? Oh, shoot. So I need to roll another one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, wig like spins around. <laughs> it's the same. It falls on her okay. face. <laughs> All right, so uh, so you don't you don't think that they are noticing you trying to sort of covertly follow them, and um, there is a point when they go down in between a couple of buildings, okay. and there really doesn't seem to be a lot of traffic going through there, okay. so it seems like it might be a good opportunity. Okay, I jump them. Go now. <laughs> <laughs> so you follow them down, down grass. This, this little alleyway. Yep. Um, so, so, what is your plan to subdue them? Shuck and grasp. Uh, <laughs> just, just attack them. Is that, is that, is that what the deal is? She's going to yeah. try not to try not to damage the armor. She's going to shock their asses. Are they wearing metal armor? Uh, it doesn't look like it's made of metal, actually. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of like this plastoid type material. Yeah. He straps. Do you have mending in case we need to repair things? You're asking a craftsman if he's got mending. Of course I got mending. <laughs> okay, so then it's not an issue if we damage the armor. Shocking grass. Game I can fix a few things. <laughs> okay, so so you walk up to them and, and like you know, you're forty feet away, you know, you're thirty feet away, you're twenty feet away. Yep. You, know, you get to about ten feet away and like they, they're kind of looking over their shoulder at you. You know, I mean it's not, it's not unusual to have people in the in the city walking near other people in the city. Um but because you're alone in the eye, they, they kind of seem to start to get a little bit suspicious at about 10 feet. Okay. Um, do you want to, does somebody want to launch him with some kind of an attack at this point? Poison spray. Yeah. Ar- Ar- Arvine. Spray? Arvine. Yeah. Okay. Arvine w- wings yeah. out the, the, the laser swords. And uh, just go ahead and r- do poison spray down. there, um, Janie. On both of them? Sure. Okay. So it's a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Let's see. Yeah. I don't have anything that's going to. That would actually be. So this guy is TK421. This guy is TK422. <laughs> TK421. Um, what, what was it, DC, sir? Uh, 14. Fails. Okay, that's uh, 17 poison. 17 poison. Okay. 12s. <laughs> uh, nice. TK422 also fails. Um, that's 16 poison. Okay. <laughs> So, so you so that the, they start to turn around as you're getting very close to them, and Janie casts poison spray. This big puff of green smoke. They, they 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 try to turn around quickly to try to point their modified laser rifles at you, and this puff of green smoke just gets underneath their helmets and it gets inside. They start coughing and hacking, and then they fall over. <laughs> really? <laughs> Whoa! Face. Are they dead? Does it? Uh, you, uh, you, you you check them and they appear to be uh, unconscious. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, unconscious, unconscious. Okay. Do we want to interrogate uh, one of them and try to figure out where we're going once we're inside? The I, I mean, I mean, they are technically they're dying. Okay. <laughs> they're below zero. They're, they're they're at zero hit points, so they're making death saves. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. well, I killed them. I killed uh, them. <laughs> well, uh, for real though, do we want to interrogate one of them? I could give them one hit. They're unconscious. Worth of, of. You remember what happened yeah. the last time we tried to leave one, leave somebody alive behind? 
Yes. Put their armor up. I'll toss them over the edge. <laughs> Cold blooded. <laughs> Watch him and see. Rex is gonna kill them from one, two, three. So it takes about it takes about like twenty four seconds, and then they're <laughs> dead. Strip them. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Murdering hobos here. Yeah. <laughs> Murder hobos. Yay. Uh, okay, so so you so you take off you take off their armor and one of the guys has a really big peepee. Okay. Thanks for that info, DM. Thanks. Oh, oh they God. look the same. <laughs> Odd piece on the armor is like really big. Are, 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 they, are, are they are they whoa are, are they human or are they illithid? Uh they appear to be human. Okay. All right, I start putting on armor. Okay, so Ivine and Janie okay. have the armor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Me. That's French for yes. Okay. <laughs> Body's over the edge. So, um, <laughs> so they'll you get search them first. <laughs> uh, you yeah. see that, I mean, they they have the modified laser rifles, which I'm, I assume you you, you take those. <gasps> Yeah. Janie's got yeah. a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, do, do I get any sense on first inspection that they're superior to a normal laser rifle, Chris? Um, so you've never encountered them before. So um, do an investigation check if you want to try to. Actually, can I check in on that? I mean, yeah, you, probably. You can, yeah, make Strax, an, you can make a check, John, with, uh, with advantage. Strax, I'll help you. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Well, I get advantage. He gets advantage anyway. Okay, he, okay. yeah. I that, but you he's better at it than. You just you want, gave Janie a gun. I did. You want me say. investigating also or not? It's up uh, to you, honey, if you want to. Okay. Yeah, sure. 23 straight up advantage, uh, intelligence. 23 Ooh. for Strax. Okay, and uh, 19. Nineteen. Okay. Um, so, based on the fact that Arvine, you already use a laser rifle, yep. and Strax is an artificer, you're able to uh, discern. Uh, I'll just give you the stats because it's just easier. Um, so they do uh, a D8 force damage, and they have a range of twenty sixty. So it's a really really short range weapon, but it does more damage than a laser rifle or laser pistol. Okay. But it doesn't have any other properties. You know, laser rifles have aiming, and um, these don't have the aiming property. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that she'd use it as a preferred weapon, but that's interesting. Okay. But for now, she will. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's really not as good as a laser rifle. Right, right. And okay. uh, and it's arguable whether or not it's better than a, a, a laser pistol or not. Well, it's, it mm-hmm. looks like it's designed Should for, Should I keep you know, one? I mean... Crowd, uh, close quarters combat ish, um, yeah, pretty much dealing with crowds yeah. and things like that. It's just, yeah, yeah. Okay. they probably don't have to deal with lo- making you know cross city shots very often, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> okay, are there any distinguishing marks on the uniforms like like numbers or name badges or stuff like that? Um, they, they do have the, the circle with the X on it, the, the, the purple circle with the X, okay, and um, there are there are there are little numbers on on the on the on the back and a little tiny version of the number underneath the zero with the X that gives them a, des- that gives them a designation. Okay. So what, what are myself and Janie masquerading as just in case somebody uses that name? Okay, I'm not going to use the TKs cause that is actually a Star Wars reference. Yeah. Um, so we will say, um, so, X four seventeen and X eight ninety two. Arvine, you are X-417, and Janie, you are X-892. Okay. 
So am I adding a laser rifle to my... Uh, that doesn't exist in D&D Beyond yet. Well, uh, I see the wondrous item created by A.M. Chris Buckner. Yes, which is the regular laser rifle. But but the, okay. these, these are actually laser blasters. And okay. I, I didn't put them in D&D Beyond right now. Okay, but could we... If you want to like put it in your... Modify? Your yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you could make a custom attack or something. You can do whatever you want so that you can track it. And if after this adventure is over, if you guys still have these, I can make an item and put it in D&D Beyond. Okay, so you can like put the bodies in a dumpster or something. Um, Ah, over the edge. Let them fall in. Feed the magic. There there isn't a place right in this spot where you can go over the edge. Ah, darn. You're like, right. in, you're like in between buildings and the walkway goes across. Yeah. Dump, dumpster out of sight. Yeah. <laughs> That's boring. Uh, so now, watch them so now what are you doing with regards to the droids and the Strax and Matisse? All right. Well, now we can either jump more guards to try to get disguises for other people, but that would only work for GH88. Kind of. You're so, not really sure uh, about that. Yeah, I don't think because of like, how awkward his movement. Um, so, all right, uh, SDO one, get in the bag. Okay, steel defender is in the bag. Steel defender is in the bag. So it takes uh, him one action to come back out, right? Uh, I think it would take John's action to to get SDO one out of it. Yeah. yeah. So then, who who's going invisible and who's playing like their prisoner? Um. Well, hang on, Matisse. You said that Matisse is tall like a Wookie. It's got to be Matisse. Oh, yeah. I'm actually I'm trying to think of invisibleing me and the, me and JJD Hate, and you guys can bring Matisse in if you're. I mean, wasn't there a bounty on you or something like that anyway? Uh. I don't know. It wasn't a bounty, but Matisse was a different person. I don't person know. I can't keep one. you guys straight. Matisse I can't was keep a all your different straight. person when she uh, did not obey orders and abandoned her job as a bounty hunter. Oh, there you go. She's probably yeah. got a bounty on her. So, okay. Well, <laughs> Alec would have a bounty. The question would be if anybody knows yet that Alec is Matisse. I don't know if it's widely. Would it's the best any? I got. Yeah. Uh, so you can think of something different. Let's go ahead with that and just yeah, I'll play okay the prisoner. We can. All right. Try. Well, I fix the little brooch to myself and kind of hammer it into GH88. <laughs> it's magnetic. It sticks to it's him. It's magnetic. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Stop and hammering into things. How far away? Oh, wow. Okay. So we're fairly close to the building right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. You're, okay. like, you're like a couple blocks away. Okay. Uh, invisibility will last up to an hour long enough for us to okay. get up there I should think so okay so GH88 has that and Strax has that boom and, boom um, we we vanish okay to, to and uh, the, the, the the armor that the two of you are wearing the the uh, trooper armor has manacles you can put a set of manacles on on uh, Matisse okay I, I put them on Matisse but I fix them in a way that they're not actually fully latched they just look like they are Okay. If that's possible. Yeah. And, uh, what are you doing about <laughs> Matisse's uh, laser sword and shield? Um, 
kind of look at Strax and say, are you sure you don't want her to be invisible and have me escorting GH-88 as a prisoner? GH-88 doesn't make as much sense as a prisoner. It's a weird prisoner. Yeah, but taking the armor of one of our people just seems risky. Get rid of the armor, just take our weapons. <laughs> Getting people out of armor takes time. Nobody do that. I, I can hang her shield, her shield, and her her lasers, her laser sword, like on, on my belt or something. Like, sure. yeah. like as I long as you have it, and she doesn't. They and won't I'll be care. walking right with her so that she can get it back pretty much immediately if she okay. needs it. That's, yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right, and then you guys head back to the building. Off to the, I guess so. Okay. Yep. All right. So, I mean, that's um, Chris, walking back real quick, I did tell Braun about this like landing area on the top and ask mm-hmm. if they'd be willing to hover nearby so I can contact them if we need an extraction from the roof. Okay, so 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 before you go back to the building, you are informing yep. Braun of that? Yep. Okay, yeah, yep. He, he says he can do that. So the um, do, do you wait for the ship to get over there? Um, yeah. Look for the Star Runner? Sure. Okay. Uh, we might not have time for that. I only got an hour on this invisibility. Okay, uh, well, so it, it takes like wait. five minutes. It, t- it takes like yeah. five minutes for the Star Runner to get over there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so, and so I kind of got to lean it to JD and say, you're, you're doing all the talking here. I'm just going to stick my foot in my mouth if I try to <laughs> <laughs> help uh, sell this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you wait around and about five minutes later, you see the Star Runner among the many ships that are flying around uh you see it take a position not far away from from the roof of, of this building okay. so we have arvine and janie uh inside trooper armor and they have matisse as a prisoner and we have strax and gh88 following along invisible mm-hmm. so you you walk up to the building and everything seems fine uh, you go through the doors, and excuse me, everything seems fine. Uh, so I'm going to uh, stop, stop burping. Uh, so let's, uh, Strax. I need you and GH88 to give me stealth checks. Okay. Um, the an- invisibility grants advantage. Correct. So uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so GH88 gets advantage. I roll regular. So. Uh, oh, hey. Dicer decided to like me a little bit. Knock on wood. Okay. Uh, 18 for me. And GH88. Clank, 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 clank. <laughs> I mean, he's not that awkward. Dex check. Oh, good thing I got advantage on that one. 17. Okay. So, you basically, you walk into the building, and the building seems to be an endless maze of hallways. There are many terminals and signs with writing on them in the language of common. Uh, with, a, with a quick glance, you learn that the guards are called shock troopers, and there are many references to the Illithid Empire. There are also a smaller number of individuals of various races wearing cloth uniforms who seem to be giving orders to the shock troopers. Uh, it doesn't take long to realize that this is that this is indeed a um, military base or okay. military barracks. Um, 
Arvine, you know the prisoner is somewhere above you, but that okay. is as much as you can sense through your connection with Maine. You know, there, okay. are, there are hallways, there are terminals, there are um, officers and shock troopers, and you know that the person in your vision is somewhere above you. And uh, right now, you're assuming that Strax and GH88 are there. They're not really mm -hmm. making a lot of noise, um, but you assume that they're there. Okay. So how would uh, how would you like to proceed? Uh, kind of quietly whisper to to Janie. And I think we need to. You don't go have some... to whisper to me. Okay. I have like the ability. Remember? Okay. And I can so connect it if, to you. if you're connecting to me to talk with you, then I I, I tell you that there she's being held somewhere above. I, I don't know much else beyond that. Okay, uh, let's see about finding an elevator or something. A lift, yeah. Okay, it, it doesn't take you long to find a lift. Okay. And uh, it, it does appear to have um, 50 floors on the lift. Okay. Go to the next one above us, I guess. Yeah, I mean, are, are the floors labeled? <laughs> Is there a directory? <laughs> um, there, there, there are terminals around. There's nothing... That's indicating what floor is what in, in the, in the oh, okay. Oh, like computer terminals. I just made the connection on that. Yeah, so there, there are terminals all over okay, the place. Okay, yeah. so I kind of, yeah. as soon as we get off the lift, especially if the floor that, you know, can we go to a floor where I start to feel that the pull is on level with me rather than above? Um, do you want to try? Uh, yes. So, I mean, so. is there a terminal right outside the elevator? I'm going to check a terminal somewhere, either before or after we get on the elevator. Do you know how to use a terminal? Because I, I, I might be able to figure out a terminal. I don't, but uh, I if, can... If you want to make a check with advantage, Strax, you can try to figure yeah. it out. <clears throat> so, I uh, stand there. St yes, uh, uh, stand there around you. Kind of act like I'm about to manipulate the keys. Uh, a soft 20 Sounds funny. Okay, so so let's assume that Arvine communicates this idea to Janie, who then telepathically communicates it to Strax. Um, and the uh, dirty 20 that uh, Strax got. <laughs> um, dirty. <laughs> yeah, dirty 20. <laughs> I mean, soft 20 works too, but I, I just usually hear it. Dirty 20. Uh, so, okay. No, I like, I like dirty 20 better than soft 20. <laughs> okay, Dirty's so always better than soft. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is abstaining. <laughs> Greg is noping over there, like hard nope. <laughs> we love so, you, Greg. So, Strax, you, you do you are able to figure out that the detention level is level five. Sweet. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming he tells me that. I yeah, we kind of. We're just we're, we're I, I, assuming I there's telepathy to happening here. Janie, that Janie's we don't the have relay. To narrate yep. every detail of it. Yes. <laughs> and the we got to role play all Level of five. it. Level five. Level five. <laughs> Seven is right. Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go up to level five. Uh, you get off the elevator, and um, you walk into an area where there is. Uh, an officer and, and some more troopers, and uh, one of the officers he, he's sort of at this at this terminal and he says, "Where are you taking this thing?" 
I think, yeah, this was going to Do you punch well. him at these? Genesis <laughs> <laughs> has her fake restraints on until Arvine chooses uh, to right. lift them off. <laughs> I, All right, Captain. I, I we cannot were act. to take the prisoner to the detention terminals. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you say that, Janie, to this, to this officer? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, why not? He says, I wasn't informed about this. I'm going to have to check it out. And he starts, he goes over to one of the terminals and starts, um, like, pushing some buttons on one of the terminals. How many, how many guards are in this room? There's, like, four of them. Um, nothing to see here. There's nothing question, going on. Uh, question <laughs> on the terminals. Are the terminals, like, stand, freestanding terminals? Or are they, like, inset inside, like, uh, uh, the desk or, in, or inside a cabinet or something like that? Uh, the ones that this particular officer is operating there. There's basically, there, there's like a bunch sort of like around him. Um, mm-hmm. sort of like these consoles that are all around him and he's standing in the center of them. Um, there are other consoles that you saw throughout the facility that are like Im- embedded in the wall. Cause I'd like to mess with the cables. Mess with the cables. <laughs> Make it seem like his terminals on the Fritz. <laughs> uh, you would have to get somehow into the terminal before he communicates with somebody else who oh he's like inside like a little no 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 i i mean i mean he's he's standing he's, already about, logged on. he's standing about six feet from you and, mm-hmm. and he's working this terminal in front of him and you know if you want to go over to that terminal and try to mess with the with um the back of it or something you'd have to you'd have to get into it i mean i'm a little confused on exactly what it is you're trying to do he wants to pull the plug yeah he wants well, to not put so a much pull the plug monkey in like, a wrench Give him an yeah, ID tier. Make it, make it, yeah, make it seem like his terminal is acting up. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to, probably get into it somehow, and then figure out how it works before he can communicate to somebody and ask them if he can, if he can validate the transfer. <laughs> <laughs> I there isn't like a, a a monitor cable I can just like, like fall out. <laughs> No, it's just it just comes up out of the floor. There 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 are no cables. It just comes. Oh, okay. That's kind of the question. That's to pull the yeah. power. Okay. That's what I was trying to get to. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. No, no. Um, it's it's just like the structure that comes up out of the floor. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Make it hard on me. Um. So as he starts to reach for the console. Yeah. <clears throat> I sir, this prisoner wouldn't be in records yet. We just found this trash on the street as we were leaving for good duty today. We were being good citizens to bring him in. (laughs) Good duty. (laughs) Um, Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Aw, man. Persuasion or deception? Wait, what is he doing? Uh, Yeah, deception. Well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let you choose. I mean, it's probably the same for you, but I'll let you choose. If you're doing a saving throw and I'm near you, no, it's it's a, I, it's, a um, it's a it's a check. It's an ability it's check. check. Oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna use the check. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I know, right? I gotta find it. Sorry, does it will make a difference here? Okay. Trying to be good citizens. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you at home, I am giving him the finger. finger. Again. Once again. Again. Yes. <laughs> it's, the three, it's the three middle finger Listen, night so far. I'm just trying to, try to, you know, make it make thing. sense and stuff. Oh, there it is. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a it's a seventh level skill. Darn. Um, Damn you. Okay, make your rolls, Sarah. Come on, make okay. money. No whammy, no whammy. I rolled a twenty and yeah. a sixteen. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> nice. So that will be a twenty-two. <laughs> Plus to my deception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. All right. He kind of uh, pauses what he's doing for a minute. And he says, um, we'll take the prisoner from here. You can go. Oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So. Hug. Uh, do I break out now? <laughs> That's probably about the point where Armin would kind of wink at, at Matisse and go through the drill. They've traveled long enough together that Matisse could probably like drop back and elbow Armin and make it look like a very natural her escaping and, and somehow get a hold of her weapon and shield at the same time. We have telepathy. So that's you have telepathy. We do. Yeah. yeah. So. So I'm assuming I would have kept a connection with you. So. If you tell me what you want to do, I can tell Matisse. Uh, tell, tell Matisse to break out and get her stuff now. Matisse, so it's we time. we take these guys down. <laughs> I am all of a sudden... How far away from the, the other uh, guards? I, I let myself get knocked back and say, she's escaping, help! Look <laughs> <laughs> she's loose! Roll initiative. I'm just making Ch- Chewbacca analogies. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, Ooh, that's good. Dice now fails yes. me in an initiative roll. Fuck me too. Dice. Seriously. <laughs> I've been rolling like 18 and higher on that dice all night. Well, it wasn't going to last. The evil empire dice got... As with most things in my life. Gave me a 20. Hold on, where's my my thing? We don't know. It's in my pants. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa. We didn't want to know. I mean, it is, but yeah. Are any of the guards caught caught by surprise? Um... I was going to say, how far away am I? Can I poison spray a couple of them already? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just going to go into initiative because because as soon as Matisse breaks loose, they're all like, they're all like, quick, get him. Or her. Sorry. Her, get her. Get him. Great explaining a female. It's, it's, it's uh, great explaining a woman. It's hard to uh, remember that sometimes. <laughs> yes, get it right. There we go. <laughs> She's tall, blue, and beautiful. Strax is angels. <laughs> and I'm chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> She's full of badassery. What, Strax is chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry or something? <laughs> Neil, oh, I and strawberry? Yes. I think of it more as like spicy jalapeno, but okay. Because <laughs> I'm fire. Maybe she's like strawberry jalapeno. Okay, uh, Arvine initiative. Uh, 24. 24. For Arvine. Uh, Strax. For Ive. <laughs> At least you're invisible until you yeah. <laughs> So you Matisse. actually get surprised. 20. 
Or advantage? Because you're invisible? I get advantage on my first attack. Mm. Mm -hmm. Assuming I'm going to attack. Mm, that's true. He might. And Janus. Six. <laughs> Brother and sister go away. The, <laughs> the invisible ones are not. <laughs> okay. So the initiative order is going to be Avine and Matisse and the troopers and, well, the, the other troopers, uh, <laughs> and then Janie and then Strax. Okay. So, Avine. All right. Uh, so, Arvine kind of, like, faints like she's going to go after Matisse, but instead, like, grabs out both laser swords and, and basically dives at the captain. Okay. She wants to try to take out the guy who's likely to communicate as quick as possible. Sure, so sure. Try a deception to see yeah. if they think you just missed. Is that what you're trying for? Uh, I don't know if I can try deception to see if I just missed. But it doesn't matter. I'm going to be wailing on the captain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> take out the laser swords. Um, yeah. Let's now, see now, here. now you can only draw one unless you have that feat. I, I have dual wielder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, laser swords come out. Yeah, swings at the captain. Uh, it's gonna hit for AC 14. Uh, AC 14. Uh, he's actually not wearing armor, so that hits. Okay. Uh, it's gonna hit for, uh, let's see here, seven force damage. Seven? Yep. Okay. That, that uh, bloodies him. Okay. So then she's going to swing again with extra attack. Oh, that's not so good. Uh, AC, uh, AC 11 to hit. AC 11, he, he dodges out of the way. Okay, uh, one more swing with her offhand. Eesh, dice failed me. Uh, AC 12? <laughs> AC 12, dodges out of the way. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You hit the terminals um, next to him. They like spark <laughs> and, 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 and like sparks go flying anymore and pieces come flying off. Okay. All right. Uh, she's going to burn her action a point to take one more attack. Okay. Okay. That's better. AC 20 to hit for 10. For ten. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that that time you connect with him, uh, and he drops. Okay. So yeah, just a whirl of blades, and then she she spins out to the side. Uh, we're not doing flank. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not doing any <laughs> any flanking. So she just kind of spins away. Yeah. To plan her next attack. Okay. So then, uh, Matisse, who uh, we're going to say that you have your sword and your shield, so so you're. Everything is normal for you. Go ahead and uh, um, there, there's four troopers. Okay. So if you uh, want to attack one the of one them. Closest to me. Sure. All right. So, all right. Attack number one. All right. So that's going to be 12 to hit. 12 to hit. Uh, the trooper moves out of the way and you miss. Okay. So attack number two. Greg, are you adding that extra for your yep. your magic weapon? Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. This one is 14 to hit. 14. Again, dodges out of the way. Okay. Another laser sword. Off the wall. Off the wall. 
sparks right. go flying, pieces go off. I'm going to use my my action point for one. For, for an extra attack? Yes. Sure, sure. Okay, let's try this again. One of these is going to land. Ah! <laughs> oh, was it? It was less? Yeah. It, it's on the side where it's 20, but it's not. Aww. On that side, it's a two. Okay, so it kind of bounces off his shoulder armor. I'm gonna retire that dice for tonight. <laughs> dice jail. Okay, so that trooper that was on you guys is gonna shoot back at you with with okay. disadvantage because he's he's right next to you. Okay. Yep. Ah, oh, shooting weapons at the laser sword expert. Ooh. I can parry some. <laughs> Uh, I don't think he's going to hit you with a four and a five, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tanks, Tris. <laughs> doink, doink. <laughs> so so uh, he levels off the blaster and in true trooper fashion. <laughs> I can't even hit you standing right in front of him. <laughs> Shoots the wall behind you. Uh, and then, let's see. So so right now, there's there's the the two of you dressed as troopers, and there's Matisse, who are visible. So so there's no attacks going at GH88 or Strax. So we'll have another we'll have another one of them, one that's further away from you, Greg. Um, shoot with a regular attack on you. Okay. So regular regular attack, not disadvantage. Hey, that's probably gonna hit. Uh, AC uh, twenty two. Yeah, that will hit. Okay. Uh, that Greg, that's a laser shot. Oh, I can parry that. Yeah. Okay, so so, yeah. so you parry with your laser sword. Okay, so Who's I got Perry? to read. Read Steve Perry. Perry? Where'd Perry go? <laughs> so the force damage from the blaster is seven. Seven. Okay. So you can parry that with your laser sword using the, the feet that I made. Okay. So let me just read it. Uh, laser sword. Da, 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 da. When you're hit by a ranged <laughs> weapon attack, you can see you can use your reaction to reduce the attack's damage. The damage you take from that attack is reduced by 1d10 plus your dex mod plus your character's level. If a laser's... That, that, that should be half your level now, Greg. Okay, so... I, I, I modified that, so you, you have to put that in your sheet somewhere. Okay, so it's 1d10 plus your dex mod and half your character's level. Yes. Okay, so I'll update Round that. it down. Okay, so what do I roll? To yes. Do this? Okay. Yeah, that's roll your what? d10. It's, it's uh, roll the d10. Okay. D10. Cool. The ten. And then add your dex mod, and then add three. Okay. Je- Jedi Matisse. <laughs> <laughs> In full armor. All right. No Jedi ever wore full armor. Okay. Thanks, Tris. All right, so that's nine plus dex mod, which is plus two, so that is... Eleven. Eleven. Plus hacker level. That's another three. So 14. So 14, okay. So you stop all the damage, and so what happens if you reduce the damage to zero? Uh, Let's see. You can redirect the laser by making a ranged weapon attack with proficiency at any target within a range of 40 to 120. Yeah, so you can deflect that laser bolt back okay. at that trooper. So I'd have nice. to make a roll, though, for that. So make an attack roll. 
Okay. Come on. Here we go. Uh, let's see. So. What's the proficiency? So you add your proficiency uh, bonus to it. Now I'm looking. Okay. And does he do his dex modifier too? Or? Uh, yes. Yeah, because you're making yeah. a ranged attack with it. Yeah. Okay, so. so dex, mod. dex mod plus proficiency plus that 20 roll. Okay, so four plus three, seven. So it's 14. 14. Okay, it just barely misses that guy. Oh, <laughs> man. 14's been and missing. So. I was just queuing up a Wilhelm scream, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that trooper does fire at you, and you deflect it. You don't take any damage, and it hits the wall awesome. behind that trooper. Okay, that's cool. Okay. And then, so there's one more shooting at Arvine and one more shooting at Jane. So Arvine, uh, natural one. Okay. Typical trooper fashion. Does he shoot himself yep. in the foot? <laughs> <laughs> does he shoot his buddy in the back? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, okay. Shooting at Jamie. Uh, AC seven. That misses. <laughs> Hits the wall behind you. <laughs> All right. And then it is uh, Janie's turn. Who okay. Wants to, who wants um, to play tonight? <laughs> Who wants to play with JD? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's four of them. There's four of them. Yep. Oh, there were four in addition to the captain that I already killed. There was yeah. four, and there was the captain. Oh, okay, all right. Cool, cool. Well, just for shits and giggles, I'm gonna cast level two magic missile, okay. which has four darts. Okay. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. He's actually he's an officer, Kate. He's not necessarily okay. a captain, but he's an officer. So uh, I'm, a gentleman. I'm sending one at each of them. Okay. Because that sounds fun. Okay. Um. All right. So we're not allowed to do guy. things just for fun here. D and D is serious business. Bite me. <laughs> first guy. Five max damage. Five. Okay. Takes Second it. Second guy. Five max damage. Five. Takes it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Third guy, four, almost max damage. Okay. Fourth guy, three, not so much damage. Okay. Imagine we also shoot out, spin around the room, and hit all four of those guys. <laughs> they do the spin around. That's cool, though. And I do not wild search. <laughs> okay. Aw. No wild search. Damn. <laughs> and then we're at Strax. Ah. Uh... Uh... <laughs> Master of the universe. Master of the artifice. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to take a moment to look around. Let's see. Look I assume around, we walked in through around. a door to get into this here? To get into this yeah, room? The, the, the elevator opened up into this room. Okay so, the, okay, so the elevator opened up straight into this room. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am going to use my turn to jam the elevator. Okay. Uh, I, I will say that you, um, I can just like jam the door open or something like that with the elevator still there, uh, so that, it, so that the elevator can't move. Yeah, that's fine. I don't really think I want to have you make a roll or anything. So, so yeah, you can, you can, um, you can, uh, you can jam the elevator, but there, I understand what you're trying to do, but that's not the only way into this room. So does that change what you're doing? There are there are a couple of other hallways that lead away from this room. We don't know if there's other guards in those hallways. Yeah. 
I mean, there's nobody else around right here. You came to the other see, room, right but up into this room, there's two other hallways that go off. So does that change your decision on what you want to do? Strategy, if you will. Strategy. Your strategy. Strategy. Stretching on that one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you want to jam, no, it doesn't. No, it's does not. I still, no, it, does not change, it does not change my strategy because, hey, the less directions we have for people to come in here, the better. Yes. Okay. So you have no, you have no trouble, um, jamming the elevator. So it's, so it's not going to move. Is okay. it raspberry? <laughs> so we are uh, back up to the initiative order. At the top of the round, uh, round two is Arvine, our okay. Asimar fighter. And then it'll be Matisse, Diva Paladin, the Troopers, Janie, Kalashar, Sorceress, and Strax, Hobgoblin, Artificer. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Has Matisse didn't hit one of them. So they, they've all only been damaged by Janie, as far Correct. as I can see. Okay. And I tried really hard to hit them, though. <laughs> you did. You, you gave it a, your all. Okay. No um, you I will go after one of the ones that it looks like Janie hit a little bit harder with her magic missile. So uh, none of them are bloodied. Yeah. So just 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 give me a number one two three four. Uh one. Okay. Actually, I should uh, say A B C D. That's usually what I do. Okay, so for so number a. W- okay, A A is gonna a. get hit for AC twenty. Uh, um, for six force damage. Six force damage. Cut that one down. Bam. Yay. Force damage. All right. So let's see here. Swings over to B. Okay. Uh, with her extra attack. She's going to hit for AC 17. That does it. Uh, oh, okay. For uh, 11 force damage. 11. Drops that one. Zero. Zero. Okay. Drop two of them. And then uh Swirls around and swings into uh, Trooper C with her offhand attack. Okay. Oh, that is probably not going to hit though because that's only going to hit AC nine. 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 S- spins out of the way. Nine. Swing. Okay. All right. So, uh, still, that's some freaking Jedi moves right there. Yeah, <laughs> she's going to kind of spin away and, and like stay on the side that blocks them from getting out the hallways in the room sure. if, if possible. Yeah. 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 So then we go on to Matisse, Diva Paladin. All right, we're trying this again. <laughs> uh, Laser sword and shield. Yes. And right. plate armor. Uh, let me see. Yeah, you Matisse would be really freaking intimidating right now. <laughs> so this is going to be 20. 20. Do you have your microphone down, Gary? 20. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty will hit, and that's going to be four nine. Nine. You drop that trooper with laser sword. Okay, and I turn around and get the other one who's damaged. Okay, and that should be the last one, right? Correct. Okay, and I whiffed. I got a, <laughs> a nine. A nine. Okay. So did you hit hit them the first time? I, I wasn't paying close attention. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, I, he, he dropped he dropped C. Nice. And just swung on D and missed D. Okay. The damage was good that time. So, it would have been 14. So try 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 to block D. Make sure they can't get out of the room. <laughs> okay. So so D's gonna D's gonna shoot at you. Okay. With disadvantage. All right. Uh, AC seven's probably not gonna do it. That's uh, not going to hit. Shoots right past you. Uh, then we are on to Janie. 
Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's D that's still up. Yeah, there's just the, there's the, the one dude. Okay. Uh, do I have enough? Uh, I have 30 feet of movement. <laughs> Can I get within 10 feet of him? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to walk up to within 10 feet of him and blow him a kiss. Okay. Poison spray. Poison oh, jeez. Oh, you're suddenly liking that one. <laughs> That'll be for... Oh, it's a constitution saving throw. Sorry. Constitution save. 24. Ooh. Oh, well, then I guess it doesn't hit. <laughs> oh, it's a cantrip, so... Oh, okay, yeah, so, so, so that it kind of kind of puffs out and it kind of disperses around. And then well, down. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can I Darn. use an action point and cast a spell? <laughs> if it's a cantrip, I don't know. Well, I just uh, cast a cantrip, though. I don't know. Right, um, yeah, I mean, if you... If you What's the rule? If you use a bonus action, a bonus action spell, you can cast a cantrip, right? Correct. Um, so can you cast a cantrip on a cantrip? There's nothing says you can't, as long as your, uh, as long as your um, uh, homebrewed uh, action point allows her to cast a spell. You, you can cast a bonus action spell or a cantrip with a, with a bonus yeah. or with a, with an action point. So sure, yeah. Sarah, go ahead. Okay, so I could. Kiss him again. Yep. I'll give yep. him another kiss. Okay. Another kiss constitution a, saving throw, please. Kiss of death. Death. 20. Oh, oh, He's got some good. Uh, I rolled exactly 10, there. too. He's like, bonk, waving, bonk he's like waving his blaster around, trying to fan out <laughs> this big like, cloud. Oh, God, this bonk him with your staff. <laughs> See, you're, you're trying to poison him, and I'm trying to, to stab him. So. Uh, and then we are uh, to uh, Strax. Strax. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hasn't done anything yet either. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's John's responsibility. SEO one is still in the sack. Yeah, he's in the back. SEO one still in the sack. Actually, I don't think JD eight needs to become invisible at this point. Can one of them? No, I'd rather not drop my invisibility yet. If I don't need to, not on these guys who are apparently dropping quickly, but. I can let SDO one out of the sack, um, and he can take position in the other quarter. That's cool. I, I hadn't really thought okay. about the fact that you're actually keeping your invisibility by not attacking. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Clever. Okay. So, so right. the guard suddenly sees this robotic dog just appear out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 and suddenly start taking position in the other corridor, growling at him. Okay. All right. So uh, that's what happens with SDO one. That's cool. And there we go. Um, back up to the top of the round, and uh, you can hear somebody coming across the comm going, "What's going on down there?" And Arvin, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Arvin's gonna. Oh, that's a, only twelve Nothing, seconds sir. later. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> spin into to D and try to finish him off. So okay. yeah, laser sorry, here we go. Uh it's gonna hit for AC twenty-four. That will hit. Uh it's mm-hmm. gonna hit for five force damage. Five force damage. 
uh, bloodies <laughs> that trooper. Okay. Jeez. That trooper's a trooper, man. Two or three left. <laughs> Ex- extra attack for AC 18. 18 does it? For 10 force damage. Uh, you, 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 drop that, you drop that one with the laser sword. Uh-huh. And you hear somebody coming ac- across that comm. Like, What's going on down there? Nothing, sir. Everything's fine, sir. How are you? <laughs> kind of like, like look at Janie and so you think you can talk our way out of this one? Nothing, sir. We had a little bit of trouble with the new prisoner, but everything's all set now. <laughs> Who is this? What's your designation? <laughs> no, no. X-892. X-892. Stay where you are. We're going we're gonna to send people down. Okay. Situation's all handled, sir. <laughs> you don't get any response. Oh, fuck. Okay. Run! All right, so very quickly. All right. So no, no, no. Me. You're supposed to blast the calm and then yes. say boring conversation anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so do we have a, is there like a video monitor on all the cells? Can we, can we find the cell where this, this lady's being held easily or do we have to... Uh, yes, yes. You, you, you can find you can find the cell that she's in pretty easily. Still have a pole okay. anyway, right? I kind of like mm-hmm. look the stair off to nothing. So, hey, Strax, can you figure out how to open the door of the cell? <laughs> uh, well, we'll see if we got con- uh, cell controls here. Beep, cell boop, door beep, beep. <laughs> boop, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> I mean, I, I, see, I seem to kind of uh, manage to figure out these th- these weird uh, talking machines already, as for the most part. <laughs> Do you want to make a roll on anything? No, it's it's just a simple panel because you know once the person goes in there, nobody should be around here except for the guards. So actually, you, you just what, press the button and it opens. What if we let oh. everybody out and create? Oh, and now you're talking about like that see, would I want to do that cause some chaos. Time. If you can find buttons that'll easily do it, if it's a matter yes. of like minutes of lock picking, there, there's a difference here. If you can do it quickly, let everybody out. Janie runs over and hits all the buttons. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Self-destruct. Activated. Alarm! Alarm! Hold on. So the button is on the cell. So you have to run down the the hallway hitting the buttons. Oh, there's no no remote access to the cells? No. Okay, so Uh, Arvine's pretty fast and she starts running. Yeah. Okay, so, so 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 the two of you are running down running down this corridor, <laughs> hitting the buttons. Okay, letting people out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going with them. All right. Jeez, I wanted to do this last time we did a jailbreak, and you were all like, "No, we can't do that. That's a stupid idea, Strax." No, see, Strax, I have good ideas. Janie comes into your head and says, "Shut up, brother. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you 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 open the cell that has the woman in it. And she is a, a human female with short blonde hair. She's wearing common clothes in muted blue tones, probably in her early 30s. Um, and Strax, you're the one that's opening the door, right? Sure. Why not? Okay. He's still invisible. I'm still invisible, though. But <laughs> True. Okay, so she yeah, just kind of looks be... up and doesn't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does she have cinnamon bun hair? I, I would no. pop my head into the one where she's at and, and talk to her. Well, well hold on, because Strax okay. is the first person. He went okay. over and he right, opened no up right. that cell. And yep. then you and Janie start running down yep. the corridor, opening up all the cells. And yep. then um, there's some, some laser fire shots coming from down the hallway that that both SD-01 was in and the hallway that Arvine vacated when she came down here. 
to okay. open up the cells. So, so, so blaster fire starts coming down those hallways. Um, I think they found our prisoners. <laughs> yeah, is is SDO one staying in the hallway, or uh, well, we're not really an initiative? Uh, uh, right, SDO right one was just kind of taking up our flank. Okay. All right. So, so he's gonna come. Uh, I thought you said that he was standing in the other hallway. Well, he was blocking the guy that uh, during the fight to, from running down the hallway. We didn't want anybody oh, to get away gotcha. and raise right. the alarm. But once he, yeah. once we started going down the hallway, he was kind of taking up uh, a position behind us. Okay. All right. So, um, so most of the other cells are empty. There's like two other cells that have prisoners in them. Um, one one is one is a dwarf and one is a human. Okay. And, and they kind of come out of the hallway and then. Um, this laser fire starts to erupt, and they go back in their cell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> what's the reaction of the human woman? Like, can I pick up on it from where I'm at? Like, how far away am I when right. when Strax opens her cell? Uh, well, she she kind of she kind of pokes her head out, and you know she doesn't see Strax, so 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 she pokes her head out, and she says, "What what's going on?" All right, and I kind of are you coming or not? I kind of stop there and li- lift up my helmet far enough to show my face and say, "We can't explain it now. I was supposed to rescue you. We can get out of here, but you got to move." Um, how how are you? How are you going to get me out of here? This whole building uh, is full of guards. We we have a ship hovering above the roof, the so if we can get to the roof, then we can get lifted off the roof. We, we kind of deal with these things as we go. Jam the yeah. elevator. <laughs> Right, so we could get in the elevator and go up. He, he was trying to keep somebody else from calling it away and using it. Yeah. True, so, true. yeah. Okay. I mean, so, do you guys you want to go to the roof, or do we want to try to go down and out? Decision time. Uh, I, I say the roof. Up. I, I think it's a little roof. bit like. Like it's a little bit. I think getting lifted off the roof is good, and I, I radio to Hal and say, "Hey, Hal, we're heading towards the roof. I'm hoping we'll be up there within a couple minutes." On our way, Arvine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so you run down the the cell block away from from where you came in, right? Well, we were going to head back towards the elevator. The elevator that that Strax jammed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, there's uh, there's there's there are troopers coming down those hallways, firing laser blasters at you. I think we have to go the other way. Yeah. Okay. If okay. it's too many numbers, then we go the other way and try to find another elevator. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it doesn't take you very long to find another elevator. Okay. Um, the, um, the troopers do uh, pursue you. Okay. okay. Uh, on that, um, as the on the hallway. Oh wait, crap! That's a level two spell, and I'm out of level two spell slots. Never mind. <laughs> can we obstruct it with smoke? Is there something Janie can do? I'd be thinking Cast curiously to you. Janie is, Janie is a smoke mage, so. Yeah. <laughs> she has some showy spells. No, I don't. <laughs> she has some fiery best spells. Do, best, I could, best I could do is set bonfires in the hallway. That I, could, you, I could, could drop a fireball. I drop a fireball. Anything. <laughs> uh, if that's not your only one, I don't know if we'll need one on the rooftop. It's but definitely yeah, not yeah. my only okay, one. Okay, so yeah, drop a fireball on them. That, that'll slow them down at least. Uh, prisoners. Did what? the other two stay in there, or um, they, they they went back in? But if if you guys want to tell them that you're leaving, yes. yeah, they, they they can come out with you. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
So, so, down, so tell them we, 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 we got a ship. We can get you out of here. Come on. Okay. So, so, so they, so they go with you and they kind of, they kind of follow the, um, the woman that you rescued as well. Um, yeah. and, uh, so, uh, uh, some laser fire comes down the hallway. I'm going to roll randomly to see who's, uh, if anybody's going to get attacked or not. So, um, the people that they can see are one, two, three, and there's actually the three prisoners. So there's six of you. Uh, I try to to put up a place. Where I I would get between yeah the prisoners too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you want, I I can take them out of the out of the possibility of being hit. If you guys want to try to stand in sure. front of them. Yeah. So okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six for the th- for the three of you. So let's see. Uh, so Matisse. Okay. So right. an attack. One player, but, okay. Uh, yeah, they're, they're probably gonna ignore the one. Um, okay. but I rolled a twenty-two on you again. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, Perry. <laughs> yes, if I can. Uh, it's, it's eight force damage. So you can use your reaction to uh, to parry that with your laser sword. Okay. Let's see. D10. Okay, so that is going to be... So it's my proficiency plus... My... It's your dex mod plus half your level, which is three. So dex okay. mod plus three. And, and, your, and your proficiency. Okay. So no, no, no. There's, no, there's no proficiency in there. It's a D10. It's a oh, D10. Plus the Dex mod. Plus the Dex mod. Oh, okay. Plus, plus half, half your the level. level. Ooh, okay. The proficiency oh, is for right. the return. Yeah, okay. Sorry. So I'm, it's yeah. going to be 7, 12, plus 3. Okay. So, so, you, so you take away all the damage, and you can um, try to shoot back at that trooper. Okay. All right. Come on. Uh, see, that's gonna miss. It's gonna be like fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> what is it with you and the fourteens tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like that is the number that I've got in the miss. Attack dice <laughs> for the AP track. Uh, this whole campaign, <laughs> your attack dice. Greg, shock trooper armor. Oh wait, no, no, I miss. I mismapped it. It's Wait. 16. 16, okay. Don't yeah, yeah. short yourself, man. Where? You guys question my mathing. I had an early day today, Dan. It's okay, sir. We love you anyway. So roll, so roll a D8 and add your dex mod. Uh, okay, so it's going to be 10. 10. Okay, Pshu goes down there and hits and, and, and kills that trooper. Nice. Def- I told you they had HP you- 10. <laughs> you use your laser sword to deflect that bolt back and kill that trooper. Um, so then there's, there's one more. Uh, you again. Uh, oh, jeez. AC- so you're out of reactions. AC 21. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> Thanks, Tris. Uh, ooh, for max damage, you take 10 force damage. Ooh. Oh, one nice of the troopers hit. hit. Yay! <laughs> At least you got your temporary hit points from Maze. That's yeah. true. You got that. Yeah. Yeah. He got my hair! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys... So, so, so you, you, you get the prisoners to the elevator, and you start heading up. And, and as the elevator doors are closing, you see that there are troopers coming from that end of the hallway as well. Okay. Um, so so you start... In? You start going can up. We barrel roll into the elevator. Tell Strax, hey, can, we, can you keep them from interfering with this elevator? 
Uh, I'm well, not thinking. Stop mm, it. I can try. That's, yeah. I assume there's a panel of some kind. Can in I the just end? set can off a fireball as the elevator is closing? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you shoot a fireball down the hallway towards the largest concentration of troopers. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it, it it's a deck save. <laughs> it's a deck save. Okay, I'll 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 do uh, I'll do six deck saves. What did I do with all my d sixes? Well, it may not bother. It may not matter depending on how much damage you do, because even half damage. True. Yeah, how much damage do you do? True. Hold on, I have to get eight d sixes out. Hold on. How much damage do you do? How much damage do you do? Oh, How much damage do you do? Dropping a T6 is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I pierced the toast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, here we go. <laughs> Purple and teal, let's go. All right, so 6, 12, <laughs> 15, 20, okay. 25. This big explosion. <laughs> Burns oh, up shit. all these surprise shock troopers. Oh shit! Oh, no. <laughs> Atta girl, Danny. Thanks for nobody following us. Did you, nice. did you wild search? I don't know yet. Oh no! Know. That could oh. be problematic. In a confined space. Oh too. crap! I rolled a one. Uh, oh, oh, okay, no. so, so the door oh, to the elevator, no. so the door to the elevator closes, and you see Janie's magical uh, magical energy start to build up inside. And I try to, I try to like shelter the woman with the blonde hair and get her against the wall. <laughs> Look out! Wait, that see the problem is I can't roll my ooh, my, my D one hundred in this tiny tray. You need a bigger dice <laughs> tray. Work. John no. can make you one. <laughs> Magical energy. Then it rolls off the table. <laughs> Magical then energy crackling all around like Janie. Like a big square one. <laughs> hey, it is an 18. Okay. Could change if Which you is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> what are you turning into? Are you ready for this? Sure. No. You grow a long beard made of feathers <laughs> that remains until you sneeze, at which point the feathers explode out from your face. So basically your helmet's there and the beard comes out from under your helmet. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this beard of feathers comes out from underneath her helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a freaking peacock. <laughs> oh, we're in the elevator. I'm kind of like, oh, let, let's tuck that into your, your uniform. There. <laughs> oh, the reason they freed prisoners are confused. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't a fireball. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad because we're in a confined space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you would have killed all our prisoners. And yeah. us. Well, I would have come back. So. No, we, we wouldn't get killed at this point by a fireball. But. Jesus like anyway. I would have survived. Okay, so so you guys you guys get up to the roof. Okay. And you exit the elevator and um you see that there is a uh firefight going on between the the crew of the Star Runner and some of the some some shock troopers that are up there on the roof. Oh. oh shit. People are firing Fireball! back and forth because cuz the, the, the ship the ship flew over and came down really close to the roof 
And apparently these people did not like that, so they started firing, and there's, there's like this firefight going on. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. All right, try to take um, out the troopers that are threatening the crew while we get to a you know, ladder or whatever to get onto the ship as quick as possible. Burning hands! <laughs> <laughs> Arvine just t- doesn't hesitate laser swords. She's off to cut as many yeah. down as she can on her way. Matisse is out. Tells the prisoners, follow us, stay out of danger. Okay, Matisse so- is jamming the elevator. Strax is jamming the elevator. Okay, okay. So <laughs> invisible, too. So, that's, so uh, invisible. So that's so invisible. So that's so invisible. Let's roll another initiative. Okay. okay. I don't know where one of my pink dice went. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like envisioning our motley crew ah. in an elevator with like happy little elevator music, too. Do I choose this point to sneeze to confuse them? Yeah. <laughs> family The Family Guy episode when they had the elevator um, Imperial March going. <laughs> and when they're in the star, the Death Star Mall. Oh, dear yeah. Lord. Oh, man. <sighs> what are we doing? Rolling initiative? Yes. <laughs> I've been laughing so hard, my head is dizzy. Oh, no. All right, so... uh, That's a little better. Arvine. 19. 19. I hope my guests aren't trying to sleep. Six! (laughs) (laughs) And Matisse. 17. And Jenny. 15. Okay, so we have Arvine, Matisse, Janie, Strax, Troopers. Okay. And uh, so right now, the the section the um, the section of the battle that you guys are dealing with is going to be six troopers. Okay. okay. So there's, so there's still like a larger fight going on with people on the Star Runner shooting laser weapons and like crossbows and arrows and things like that down <laughs> onto the troopers that are on the roof. And you guys are engaging. You're trying to get over. There is a ladder hanging down from from the Star Runner. And you're trying to get over and get onto that ladder, and you have to make your way through these six troopers. So we're going to start with Arvine. Okay. Shocking. All right. So yeah, she'll rush over to the, her first trooper. That All she right, comes trooper across. A. Yeah, trooper A, laser sword. <clears throat> a. Hey. A. A. Uh, that will be a critical. She criticals on 19s and 20s now. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Laser right. sword feet. Go laser so, sword custom feet. For the win. Where's my other D8? Let's do that one, sure. Alright, so that's uh, overkill, I'm guessing. Uh, 11, 15 force damage. 15 force damage. Oh, cut that one down. Okay, and then she's on to the next one. Trooper B. That is going to be at AC 16 to hit. SMR fighter, wrecking face with the laser swords. Yeah, so AC 16 yep. hit, hits for 11 force damage. Eleven. Drop that trooper as well. Okay, and then with there's, her... There's off- a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> 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 uh, with her offhand attack, she swings on to the third trooper C. Start running through. Uh, hit this one, spin. Hit that a- one, spin. Hit the third one. Yeah, AC 19. Yep. Save some for the rest of us. hit for uh, uh, only eight force damage. Eight. That one somehow survived. <laughs> it will survive. There's a big wound on the side of that <laughs> trooper. Okay. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. Square. So that was up. our Asimar yeah. fighter, Matisse, Diva Paladin. All right. So, so I, I assume you're all moving together as a group, so you get up onto uh, onto uh, Trooper C. Yep. Eleven. Eleven to hit. Dodges out of the way. All right. Holding onto the wound. Spins out of the way of your laser sword. Second attack. Okay, and that is going to be 16 to hit. That will hit. Right. Oh, hey. 11. 11. Nice. 11. <laughs> Over Drop that one. And that's your two attacks, right? Yes. Okay. Nice job, and uh, Janie, Clash Star, Sorceress. How many are left? Three. Are they in a 15-foot cone? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw for D E and F. Fiwa. Fiwa. Ouch! Hot. Three and the two will probably fail. Uh, the fifteen probably makes it. What's the DC? Uh, it is a fourteen. However, I rolled twenty-one for the hit dice. <laughs> You burn them up. Three mellow screams. Very, very uh, badly burned. <laughs> They're a little yeah. on the crispy side. We brought our A game to the combat. So, so you make it over to the you make it over the ladder. And, and I go ahead. I, I guess I'm dropping invisibility at this point. <laughs> okay. All right, you, you guys, you guys get onto the ladder, and, and as the, as the last of you is getting on the ladder, the ship starts to pull away, um, and some more troopers come out and they start firing, but to really no avail. So um, the, the the Star Runner uh, picks up speed and uh, takes off into the atmosphere. Um, they they just basically book it book it as, as fast as they can. Oh, I didn't check and see if I wild. Oh, did you wild search on that one? Well, I rolled a twenty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, so you guys start basically booking it uh, away from from the the um, from the surface, and okay. um, you guys do make it out. You're you're not followed. Um, you guys make it back out into wild space. Uh, there. I don't think that could have gone much better. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> Just so you're aware, that th- there was there was a trash compactor option. <laughs> I did write that in there. Oh man! Uh, we did discover. We always spoil your Star Wars plans. We didn't That's talk. What are you talking about? Vader. That was great. That that was great. That was really cool. I was pretty much right out of the movie. It worked out. <laughs> we yeah, didn't it, encounter it was, it was, Meg in the garbage scan. No, no, no. See, nobody really awesome. nobody that told really cool. me that I was short for a shock trooper, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, she's I mean, only like five foot two. <laughs> I, I actually, I think, did I, have her, did I have her saying that in there? I feel like I feel like I may have written that in there somewhere. Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, but some weird invisible hobgoblin letter. Oh yes, I did. I did have it written there. It said, "Aren't you a little short for a shock trooper?" I had that written right there. Uh, <laughs> and then the, the invisible guy went and opened up the door, <laughs> and she's like, "What? She's like, what is happening?" <laughs> the the woman that you rescued. Yeah, I mean, uh, Arvine would want to talk to her right away. Uh, so uh, her name is Yarina, and she says that her home world 
uh, is a planet called uh, Sharator, and the Illithid Empire conquered um, her world, and uh, basically um, anyone that didn't agree to their rule were basically put in, in prison facilities, and she had led a rebellion against the Illithid Empire that were occupying her planet, um, and they they basically tracked her like halfway across the galaxy before recapturing her and imprisoning her there on that planet. Okay. And, you know, she's basically making it her, she's making it her goal to try to oppose the Illithid Empire wherever possible. So she's, um, she, she's basically looking to continue her rebellion against the Illithid Empire. Although from the perspective of, of you guys, of your party and the rock, this is the first you've ever even heard of any of this. This is the first you've ever encountered this, so you don't you don't believe that the Illithid Empire is um, anywhere near the area of space that the Rock of Brawl is in, at least not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Probably want to make some inquiries towards it when we get back to the Rock, anyway. Sure. He'd sure. also want to find out about the other prisoners that we brought, that we got with us. So. Danny will talk to them. <laughs> do they want to go back to the rock, or do they want to be dropped off somewhere along the way? They need, um, they're, they're, they're all they fine with new... going back to the rock. I mean, I mean, the right. other two prisoners they need some new weapons or uh, pots and pans. I, mean, I can help them out with. Them. Yeah. <laughs> they got any Buy things them? from us. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the other two prisoners were people who basically um, violated. Uh, and not they didn't lead a rebellion like this woman, uh, like, like Irina, mm-hmm. but uh, but they were on imperial occupied planets, and and they basically did not fall in line, and so they mm-hmm. were taken to this uh, prison facility. Mm-hmm. Cool. So so after you after you've talked with them and figure all this out, uh, then we can end and we can continue as you guys are returning to the rock um, next time. So, Woo-hoo. all right, that works. Yay! Nice. That was really cool. We actually, had a plan actually come work come correctly. to fruition, and Yay. I'm a little bit, and that makes me a little bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> I've never in my life have rolled so many fourteens. <laughs> hey, don't forget, you guys snuck around a pyramid ship dressed as mummies. <laughs> yeah, yes. true. <laughs> that, plan, that, that plan also worked. My it big, get to blow up the pyramid so well ship. I'm still disappointed. Though, he about almost that. I have a feeling yeah, that, that pyramid died. ship is going to come back to bite yeah. us in the butt. I, I have big bad vibes from the pyramid ship. So you didn't, didn't just <laughs> Maybe we can set the pyramid ship onto the elephants. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. We just we just stuck it to uh, Matisse's old mob boss a second time now, so that that's not going to go well either. <laughs> so uh, let's say good night to the listeners. Good night, everyone. Good night, listeners. We love you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay, and adventuring podcast, and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated.